I'm Kier from In Defense Of, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Anthony, you need to get laid. Willie. I don't need boobs to like a movie. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, <laughs> Welcome to die! If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey everyone, welcome to the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. <laughs> that you're show, welcome. you know, where I hit the wrong button when transitioning between the intro and the, the main scene and actually turn myself onto the camera and everyone can see me mouth the words, oh shit, real quickly <laughs> as the wrong screen popped up. Yeah, it's That's that show. It's that show, guys. <laughs> Welcome to I Technical think, Difficulties with Chris and Friends. I think I we also called a uh, loogie in there, too. Yeah, we also got a loogie in there, so it was a good intro. <laughs> good one, Bachman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to wire my board differently in the future, but hey, guys, welcome to uh, All Things Good Nerdy <laughs> Podcast, episode 239, The Magical Loogie, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Or you know, welcome to you know the show you're about to leave because you're uh, you're appalled by the uh, unprofessionalness. It's whatever. We don't well, need you. If anymore. they've been around for 239 so, episodes, they're used to it. Yeah. If they leave now, fuck them. Well, that wasn't very nice. You could suck my asshole. <laughs> and then there's <laughs> Willie's version of how things go. Um, I mean, this guy's creepy. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Using my words against me, sir. I would never well, do such a thing. How dare you accuse me of such heinous act? <laughs> How dare you kill a dare in the King's Forest? <laughs> I see in the chat right now. It wouldn't be an ATG and intro without a Chris F up. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I mean, it's been a really long time since I've had to host an episode. But you obviously don't remember when I used to have to host the episodes. I've tried to blank Thanks, those forcibly from my memory. I mean, those are days when Chris is like, I'm not going to be here. You do it, Naki. And I'm like, hooray. And then I set the internet on fire. Yeah, so so here's one thing to bear in mind. You haven't had to host a show since we changed to using YouTube Live where everything is like 10 times more complicated to make work properly. <laughs> so that's been what? 100 episodes? <laughs> it hasn't been that long, but we've been on this for 20 maybe? I don't know. How long is it we've been since we made this look pretty basically versus just using straight up Hangouts on air? And Wait, anything. we made it look pretty? When did that happen? Well, Wait, are you sure it looks pretty? We, we, don't, we don't see the pretty on our side. Yeah, you guys Chris don't. Yeah, I don't have a Skype I don't have a Skype machine like Steven, so I can't make you guys see the pretty view. But if you went to Geeks.Live right now, which is where we stream every Sunday, you could go and see the pretty version for yourself that has like our chat room embedded on the right side of the screen. It has some logos on it, a nice blue, gray, black gradient picture on there. We. We've cleaned it up a lot if you think about where we came from originally. 
Although, ironically, like the first four episodes we did on Twitch and had nice overlays. Then we got lazy and went to Hangouts on Air and had no overlays for 200 episodes. Now, now hold on a second. You're telling me to go there right now and start watching that as so it's on a delay so I can so I can reply to it like 20 seconds later? Well, you did you say you were hearing yourself in your mic earlier, so this way you can hear yourself a third time. Ooh. <laughs> I do love my voice. I know. We know you do, it's Willie. so sensual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to I go back to bed now. Not for sexy reasons. For yes, I need to hide, need to hide right. under my blankets. Where go is ahead my and pitch a suck at my asshole. Oh, God. Oh. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where to go from there. I got so flustered, I hit my mic. Uh, yeah, um, there's a button press coming. Oh, well, that's too much. That's too much. Um, don't mind the hair, Willie. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! This guy's creepy. <laughs> I'm gonna pay the girlfriend to sneak a bottle of Nair in and just dump it on you. She would. Don't Nair burns like a motherfucker. No, I want her to get a <laughs> bottle of Nair and just draw a penis in your chest hair. With it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like the questioning Tony has yeah. to that as he thinks he about it. He wasn't even convinced. He's not even sure if that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to listen to the chat room here. I'm just going to go to the news. <laughs> it was so cast. Live from the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Far be it from us to not listen to our peanut gallery. We're going to the news because Chris got flustered. Like it says in the intro, I just pushed the button then. The news of the week. It's that part of the show where we tell you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date, just what we think is the coolest, greatest, or just at least the most interesting nerdy news of the week. And I'm not even going to try and hand it over to Willie because it's going to turn into something <laughs> ridiculous right now. Something about his butt or his chest hair or being naked on camera. I'm not sure which right now. And I'm very scared. So, Naki, what do you got for your news? Because I'm relatively confident your news is safe. Maybe. Oh, shit. <laughs> She added some puckered butthole to her news. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Why, Anthony? No. Mine is, uh, well, what I is? mean, uh, shit. Damn it, my page. Um, <laughs> uh, so Samsung, uh, after all of its fun things that were happening with the Galaxy Note 7, um, they did a refund and exchange program after, you know, they started setting fire to themselves. Um and they're with confident that uh, more than 93% of all recall devices have been returned. Uh, but there's still some out there. There's still some out in the wild. And they have issued a statement saying that they will be um, basically sending out a software update to brick the Note 7 phone. Um, and the only person, the only carrier that's uh, that has decided to not release this update is Verizon. Uh, citing safety issues, uh, mostly that people will be traveling over the holidays and they don't want to, people to lose communication. Um, but even so, there's been an, like, I feel like you should have probably returned that and, up, you know. So Samsung has been strongly encouraging people, return your phones, get some money back, get a different phone. This is something that's been rumored for a while that they're going to do. And I'm kind of glad that they are because, you know, if your phone could just randomly explode and catch on fire, it's probably a problem. 
Right. So they're they're bricking. They're basically bricking it. They're, the software update should brick it completely. Um, it will not be able to charge past sixty percent. Um, oh no, that was in September that they that they did that, and then now it's completely bricking the phone. Um, so I thought that was an interesting uh, that that they basically owned up to it, um, and we're just like, yeah. Uh, so uh, don't use our phones. Go get yourself a refund, get yourself a six, and um, if you still have it, it's going to be a brick soon. So, you know. I was this close to buying the Note 7. This close. <laughs> I dodged a bullet. I'll take you get uh, Galaxy Samsung S7 Edge. You got the Edge? I'm confused. The Edge. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened there. But yeah, so it is uh, pulled... And there was some stuff I read online about what the problems actually were with the Note 7. It's more that they tried to play with uh, engineering tolerances a little too much. They kind of relied on the tolerances too much, so they over-engineered things, and that caused explosions and fire. Booms. I don't know. Still, I'm not sure I like the idea that the manufacturer can just you know shut down a piece of equipment that technically people paid for, and they're not all going to explode. Um, they all have the potential to. That's the problem. Well, they all have a great potential to do so. In which case, they they have a higher potential. I understand you have for safety reasons, but yeah, like because this gets to the area where then okay, everybody talks about how whenever the new Apple phone comes out, it seems like the old ones start to stop working as well, and so like this is going towards that area. It's like, you know, once they want to, these manufacturers actually have the option just saying, yeah, we're going to make that old version of our phone not work anymore. So you have to buy the new one. Well, there's a difference though. What you're talking about here is a safety concern. And and like SP says in the chat room, for instance, Samsung's liable if it brings down a plane. Oh, very true. Yeah, no. And I see the safety concern part of it, but I see this going, this, you know, being one of those steps towards saying, that eventually it'll be something where when the Apple fucking, you know, when the iPhone 10 comes out, all the nines will just shut off. Um, They basically like, do. No, you did see the You have to buy our new phone and fuck you if you don't like it. Well, like, you, that that's that? okay. <laughs> see, there's a difference, though. That's adversarial towards a consumer. This is something that the potential has always been there to do, but you kind of have to do it to prevent litigation and prevent safety issues. If Samsung were to be like, well, fuck you, we're turning off the Note 7, so you go and buy a Note 8. <laughs> That's a completely different story, and that would be someone coming in, putting in a lawsuit, and winning because that's absolutely ridiculous. It's anti-competitive, and it would not fly anywhere. Oh no, I I understand. I just yeah, I see it. It I see us heading towards that direction. It'll be whatever the new version of anything comes out. The old version just dies. Your PS Seven just fucking dies when the PS Eight hits the market. Well, I mean, Your Apple fucking- accidentally did that with the iPhone Six S's because they've got that touch disease stuff. Yeah, well, see, yeah, it's just, I, I don't want to be in a marketplace where literally when the new thing hits the market that day, the previous version that's only six months old just fucking turns into a brick. Like that, like well, it is definitely possible. So and it's fucking scary as a here's consumer. where that would be a valid theory is if you were paying to rent the phone through Samsung or something like that. Because I, I bring that up because uh, I saw Lolo Futaku brought up in the chat room. You're not buying the phone so much as licensing its use, which. I don't think it's technically true because there's a lot of people that bought these phones unlocked and things like that and bought them full cash up. So it is technically your phone. Mm -hmm. But if you were doing one of those like retailer rental programs or whatnot where it's like you pay this per year and you get to swap out your phones, that's a different story. You don't technically own it. You're leasing it. 
Yeah, the people yeah that like lease their phones basically and then get the new one. Yeah. That that then it makes sense. Just I don't know. It, it's one of those things like I've been watching too many dark utopia sci-fi movies lately, so I'm just seeing the all all the bad possibilities going forward. Are you seeing Terminator <laughs> coming in and shutting off all of our phones? You mean Google? Also, yes. <laughs> so, have, have you guys seen the trailer for the Samsung or uh, not Samsung? Uh, the Tom Hanks movie where uh, Google buys Facebook and calls itself the Circle? No. Oh, it looks so creepy. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it, I think it's at this point, it's probably for the best. You know, I see where you're coming from, Anthony. Yeah. Where it could be, you know, completely antagonistic where they're like, you have to buy our new product. Ha ha, this one's dead now. But in this one, it's set fire to people's homes. And oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it on a plane. These, and... these, things should, these things should be taken off the market. I just, I'm also looking at the downside of like, yeah, the the idea that you know with everything everything now has software updates. Everything has you know patches and stuff, and so you don't. It's never anymore. Where you buy a piece of technology and it's just good to go. And it hasn't always, been that way in know, ages, though. Yeah, there's always that the always that need for updates and need for changes and stuff. And yeah, the idea of them just going, yeah, we're done with this device, so we're shutting them all off. The tech, well, technology will always move faster than we do at this point. It feels. Oh, well, of course. Innovation is faster al- than our laws. Yeah, innovation <laughs> is always faster than legal rules and things like that. I have to agree with what Stephen had said, though. He goes, I have no. zero problem with them shutting it off. It's been a safety issue for so long. It's a possible fire problem. They have the tech to shut it off. Do it. Otherwise, they're negligent. That's the thing. When they had to recall the entire line and they said, everyone return your notes, that's when I was on board with okay, shut them off. That way it forces someone to go in and replace it, and you don't have to worry about someone getting hurt because a phone explodes in their face. Yeah. Oh, see, I wonder then, so... After they brick it, if someone's smart enough, you know, tech-wise or whatever, to actually still make that Note 7 function, then is Samsung liable? I would guess if someone is going against what the company had done to protect themselves and to protect others and forcibly goes in and cracks the phone to make it still work, I think you could make a case that the person obviously knew there was a problem but didn't care and went out of their way. Now, granted, I'm no lawyer, guys. I don't even play one on TV, <laughs> and I haven't stayed in a Holiday Inn Express. This is just logic coming into play, and logic doesn't always coincide with the word of law. So Definitely not, yeah. Who knows? Definitely now, not. <laughs> now, with Verizon blocking the, the update, though, which I think is kind of... Would that be negligence on Verizon, or would that be negligence on Samsung from, for blocking? You know, the, we could very well see a court case on this coming up if there's someone who has a Verizon Note 8 they haven't returned, and it blows up over the holidays and burns down their house or injures them. I don't, don't know. You mean Note 7? Yeah, that's what I meant to say, Note 7, sorry. Now, now Chris is talking about the Note 8's exploding. Yeah. Well, it's possible. You're going to cause, cause confusion. Well, I mean, he, what's going to happen is that rumor is going to start now, and it's all going to be traced <laughs> back here. And on the plus side, that means we might get some clicks. So <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be weird to see. So if if it's Verizon is blocking the the bricking update, basically, yeah, it could Verizon also be, said- yeah. But they didn't put a timeline on when they would undo it because they did say what Nokia had read because of the holidays. It could be after the holiday season is over. Yeah. They could say, okay, this is a more reasonable time to force this update out now and ensure people come back in. I completely see where Verizon is coming from and the fact that. You can't really brick someone's phone over the holidays when they're traveling. But at the same time, in the United States, you can't take a Note 7 on planes right now. Yeah. So somebody, yeah, someone's you know sneaking onto an Amtrak train on December 26th to head back home with a Verizon Note 7 and it bursts into flames. Who's getting sued? <laughs> not me. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's not me. So that's that's the important part. 
I still yeah, have the six. Just with with the amount of you know the amount of those that are still out there, it's you know it's there's a high probability it could fucking happen. It's just it's it's interesting to see how Samsung has kind of like recalled everything with this. So I've been listening to the to the Note Seven watch on a on the <laughs> podcast. I'm glad you brought the that unending. up. I'm Note glad, Seven Watch. Ooh. I'm glad you brought that up, guys, because this has been. This is Note Seven Watch 2016. <laughs> See, I still have it on here. <laughs> hey, Steven, we stole your bump. Hey, he saw me do it. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Issue a takedown notice to his own channel in YouTube? Yes, <laughs> it's possible. Come at me, bro. Would... Come at me, bro. I don't know. You, <laughs> you know what? He's you cannot trust nobody's. <laughs> oh, you can't trust bell buddies. Huh? I was gonna say you can't trust flip top head Canadians. No, the Canadians are good people. It's all an act. It's all. Oh, oh Naki's a secret Canadian agent. Watch out. <laughs> I, I well, maybe. Uh, uh, what? What? You, we, she we, can't even argue. It. Oh, I not argue. I can't argue it. I can't. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I'd so rather. How do you get your head not to flop around? <laughs> It's magic. I have a lot of hair. I have it's, a lot of hair, and it's it changes the hair color. It's so all the hair weight. That's how they infiltrate us. Yep, excess I mean, hair. I can't see now. <laughs> you don't want to see. It's just us on the other side of the camera, Snocky. <laughs> it's just us. Is, is this a good look? The the straight back over the over the headphones look. Sure, why not? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Definitely don't look like a psychotic murderer or anything. Well, you fit in perfectly on this podcast. That's just true. saying. Yeah. But I'm going to go next with my news story here. Did you guys hear about the little grocery store that Amazon just opened in Washington State? I heard about it. So according to some people, they consider it the future of shopping. If you hadn't heard, online shopping giant Amazon.com just rolled out what they're calling Amazon Go earlier last week. It is a cu- it is a store in Seattle that basically enables a customer to walk in, grab whatever they want, and leave. And no, before anyone asks, there is no thieving. It's basically smart enough to see what it is you pick up, put in your carts, and leave with. They use what is called deep learning technology, sensors, and computer vision to keep track of what you take off and place back on the shelves, similar to what's seen in self-driving cars right now. So how do you go and buy anything at this store? Well, you come in, you use a free app to scan yourself in, and when you enter the store, the app keeps a running tab of what you've pulled off the shelves, and shortly after you leave, Amazon charges your account for the items and sends you a receipt. Pretty cool concept. Hmm. At the moment, though, there is only one, and it's more like a corner store and convenience store than a full-fledged grocery store, according to the article. It offers a variety of things such as grab-and-go meals, uh, bread, milk, cheese, chocolate, pretty much the simple things that you would go and pick up if you need to pick up something on the run. According to Amazon, the store is currently in its beta phase. Only Amazon employees can shop there for the time being, but they're planning on opening it to the public in early 2017. And there was an interesting uh, story out there that got debunked that supposedly Amazon was planning on opening like 2,000 of these stores. And Amazon quickly came out and said, "Um, no, no, that's not the case. Now, but that would be really cool. Yes. Now it's that probably int- will eventually be the case if it does well. Very well possible. Now, it's interesting from a technology standpoint, but it's also creepy at the same time because you know Amazon mines everything you look at on Amazon.com. You know you've gone and looked up something on Amazon. Be like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure I need this. Not bought it. Then logged on to Facebook and there's a little Amazon ad in line that shows something you just looked at. 
So they always know what it is you're looking at or what it is you're interested in. Even if it's something as simple as you're at Target and you can price compare on Amazon and you decide to buy from Target still. They always yeah, have an is, idea. Mm-hmm. Is Amazon Santa? He know He's checking his list and knows what you're getting? No, uh, Jeff Bezos is Santa. Yeah. Oh. So I'm kind of I'm on board with Suncast a little bit. He goes, I don't under, I don't get why people are so excited for this store. It's novel, but I don't like being tracked. That's more of yeah. what it is. It's it's more of it's interesting to me. And if you think about all the data they can mine out of it, just think of what they would get of interest when they see, hey, Chris bought orange juice brand number two after he picked up orange juice brand number one and set it back down. All sorts so of weird. data mining they could do there, and that's why they yeah. want to do this. I bet in part because. Part of what they're good at doing is predicting the things you want based at what based excuse me on what you have looked at. I mean, it's just I've I've always had that problem with my with my Facebook being like, hey, you like this thing? Look at all these things, and it's like, stop. No, I don't know. I don't like in, that. <laughs> it's creepy. In the long run, I like the idea of less waste from grocery stores because mm-hmm. if it literally got to the point yeah. where you've got you know an Amazon marketplace in the neighborhood it's you know tracked the 10,000 people in that neighborhood over the course of six months and they stop ordering a certain amount of produce that ends up sitting on the shelves rotting and being thrown away like the upside is that there could be a lot less waste at stores that's possible because they're not ordering stuff that nobody's buying um there's also the uh if you're looking at not that big box stores will ever be eliminated but if you do look at things like um co-ops and things like that they do have much less waste because there's much less you know they they kind of contract better because it's not a big box store yeah. but i don't think that you know uh, we're ever going to see the at least in our lifetime that we're going to see the day where we we have things like co-op stores which i'm a big fan and i wish there were more in chicagoland there is only like three that i know of um but i mean sad Sadly, the one in Boise smells like dirty hippies all the time. I can't shop there. It usually is dirty hippies who run it. But I mean, they pay damn dirty hippies. I mean, they pay a living wage to all of their employees. They give them all like full health benefits. They get paid vacations. You know, it's a really good concept, and it feeds into the community, which in turn gives back to the community. And it's a really nice cycle. If you've never looked into co-ops, I I highly recommend checking them out. not that this is me. This is me being my dirty hippie moment. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's if we could see something like that form, you know, with Amazon, I could even see it. You know, yeah, if, it would be really cool. So but, we we talked about how they're using it for data mining. Stephen brought up a good point that I'm kind of tying off of in the chat room, where he's talking about like the rewards points and things like that you get from grocery stores. By getting that rewards card, that's how they data mine you because they can associate everything you buy with a card and then predict trends and things out like that out of there. And I see it, for example, with Kroger is every week or so, every two weeks, I get a bunch of coupons in the mail that is, hey, here's some coupons you might like. And they're all tailored towards things I have bought from Kroger. So it's just another way of tracking what you buy, but it's much less, it's much easier for them to do so because literally you're just walking into the store and then it watches you from there. So I get the creep factor. But from the Chris's lazy point of view, I kind of like the idea that I would just walk in, tap my phone against like a NFC reader or something like that, load up the app, pick up the few things I need off the shelf and walk out the store. That is really cool because honestly, one of the biggest pains in the ass is about shopping is the damn checkout line. And the people 
the no. people who decide that I have 26 items, so I'll go out the express line that says 15 or less, and they're assholes, and I don't have to deal with them. If I can just walk out the store with my stuff, I don't care if they have 26 items. Fuck them. Uh, yes, I will agree with Chris. I worked at a grocery store. People are assholes. Yeah. Isn't there a problem, though, then, in job loss? So that was something that was brought up. But here's the thing you've got to consider is you're never – well, you're not at a point now where the people that are stocking the shelves, maintaining the inventory, and working behind the scenes would lose their jobs. Yes, you might lose some front-facing staff, but you could shuffle that around to the back end. So potentially there could be some job loss. Who knows? It'd be something interesting to observe. Because you also, also imagine far off too. Yeah, I mean, this is a beta that Amazon has started with their own employees. When they get to a point where this is sustainable, if it is, I think there could be a lot of call for stuff behind the scenes, especially your uh, techs that keep it running. Because last thing yeah, you want looking... to do is have this crash and have people walk out with thousands of dollars of merchandise for free. Yeah, yeah this is looking like ten years down the line, at yeah. the least. So we've had a whole bunch of uh, back and forth with the Albertsons here in Idaho. Because they put in all the the self checkout lines, and then a lot of people are complaining when they go, oh, "That's taking jobs because it's basically one person watching four or five of those registers." And then, of course, those cause problems when people you know just aren't smart enough to use them. And most oh, Albertsons here now they've removed those and then installed three or four smaller express lanes in all the Albertsons. And they had previously they had added you know the little cards for tracking everything, and people complained because. You know, you, you know, they basically raise their prices, and then if you j- got the preferred card, you were paying the previous lower prices. And so people complained about that. They didn't want to have to track the card, so Albertsons got rid of it. And now they've started a new program where you just punch your phone number into the keypad when you check out, and then that keypad tracks your phone number, tracked to your account, and they added gas discounts to every Chevron in the state of Idaho. So it's something to where you're getting gas discounts, not just at the Albertsons gas stations, but at any Chevron anywhere. You can punch in your phone number, and it gives you a discount right. on the amount of groceries you pay for at Albertsons. It's so, another reward you know, for tracking your data, bonus. basically. Yeah. But I yeah, can tell I, you some like stories it. about the grocery stores. Jesus Christ, I can tell you stories. <laughs> I don't I doubt mean, Jewel, that. I, I think Jewel is under the same umbrella as Albertsons and Kroger, maybe. Um, but Jewel in Chicago, I don't know what it is everywhere else. Um, they have the same thing only with Shell gas stations. So it's like you get 10% you off go. your gas or whatever. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm looking at the chat. What do people hate self checkouts for? I love them. I, I like I them for convenience, them. but I can understand some of the concerns. Uh, Low Life Utaku had his credit card scammed off of one of those. Ooh, well, it's okay, not. Yeah. It's not the self checkout fault. It's those 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 scammers that put that shit on top in yeah. front of their shit. That's, that's what the chip cards for. It's so much better, right? No. <laughs> well, that's what the chip card yeah. does. No, no. Our implementation of the oh. chip card is ridiculous here in the United States. All it does is make it so you can't skim my barcode. Basically, you know how they do it in Europe. It's a chip <laughs> yeah. and pin. That makes more yep. sense. <laughs> But no, 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 that's too uh, hard for us to do. Really, uh, from what I'm understanding, a lot of people are really dumb with their PIN number and will do like 1111 or something like that. And I'm like, why? Yeah, they're, it's they're safety. You know, honestly, well, people. honestly, the safest <laughs> way to pay right now, if you don't want to worry about someone lifting stuff, seems to be using like Apple Pay or Android Pay or something like that. Because they well, use their tokens this, for this, or cash, paper money but stuff. Who yeah. ca- all right, nobody's ever scanned my paper dollar bill and <laughs> taken it from me. So. Do you guys actually carry cash? Because I'll be honest, I yep. carry about sixty bucks on me, and that's about it. Yep, I carry cash to no, help with my local retailer. 
because I know, having worked at Captain Comics, I know how much small businesses pay for every goddamn debit card transaction. They've made it at Captain Comics to where if you pay in cash, you get your bags and boards for free. That's so cool. every Shit. payday, I pull my $80 out of cash out of my ATM and take cash to the comic book store so that they're not paying fees and I get my bags and board for free. Well, that's not bad. How much is yeah. the fee? I'm just curious. It varies um, depending on the services. It, it varies on the card and how much is being charged. Mm. Basically, it's it's a percentage of the transaction after like $3. That's why most stores have like an $8 minimum or something. Because um, what is it? It's American Express is the worst. Their transaction fee is fucking outrageous. And like, if you charge something that's five bucks on an American Express card, that company, the business you bought it at, just lost money because they're going to pay like eight dollars for that transaction to sell Damn. you a five dollar product. Yeah, it's it's god awful. So yeah, if you have the ability and you're shopping locally at a small merchant, you should take cash in because they have to pay every time somebody runs a debit card. So that's why people didn't accept American Express for a while. Yeah. yeah. For a lot of businesses. They're the, the it, fee that they charge on every transaction because they you know they have so much insurance and they make everything so secure and they track everything for their customers. It's great if you have an American Express card, but it's fucking expensive for the merchants that are scanning that card. Yeah, most small businesses in, in this area will not accept American Express. Hey guys, one thing to keep in mind, next time we see SP, who is also the <laughs> yeah. director of SNASA. He carries two months' pay in his wallet because of zombie apocalypses. So when we see him next, we know whose wallet to hit up to pay for things. He's got two hey, months you're of, still of over to my house for dinner. Yeah, he's got two months of SNASA director pay in there. That's big money. That that's big. All right, Sanaki. Here's what you do: get some roofies, give it to SP, <laughs> let the boyfriend fall in love with him, do what he wants while you take his money. Oh, oh. Um, I wasn't gonna bring boyfriend involved. This in guy's creepy. SP is gonna get rolled and get some extra loving for Christmas. Dear this, Lord, this just took a. It's gonna be a white Christmas. You make the dirty joke. No, no. This guy's creepy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I'm on here, right? I that's love, why you keep me here, right? I love my I job. Think this, I think that is why he's here. I love my job. I really do. I love my job. I think we lost Naki. We lost Naki. <laughs> Ah, shit. <laughs> Mr. President says, I'm not going to lie. I've intentionally used credit cards on a very low transaction in certain big box stores, knowing they'll lose money. Yeah. F you, Walmart. <laughs> yeah. That's very un-Canadian of you. Yeah. I do everything I can to not shop at Walmart now. We don't we go have, to Walmart. We have Fred <laughs> Meyer here. And other than the occasional, every once in a while, I still have to stop to check the, because they lowered the D, the $5 DVD bin. It's now $3. And damn, there's some good movies in there for $3. <laughs> okay, Steven just made this even better now. He goes, I once had McDonald's tell me they charge, they had to charge me for 50 cents of sweet and sour sauce or something. I paid on credit card even though I had the cash. They even <laughs> went through with it too. Idiots. <laughs> they do yeah. that. And I'm just like, is it worth that? Well, okay, let's be honest. No, All that not. guy doing work in the cash register is doing what he's told. And he yeah, doesn't know that his- the company's losing money. And he's like, I've got to charge for this or I'm going to get fired. Yeah, yeah. The managers that are enforcing those rules are the idiots knowing that, yeah, the company's going to pay three bucks to run that card to charge it 50 cents. Yeah. Instead of just handing you a fucking sweet and sour packet. <laughs> How many times did you do it, Steven? That's what I got to ask. Please tell me like five times. I hope he does it Steve every time he goes to McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I need another one. Oh, I need another one. I'm sorry. Ooh, a piece of candy. Piece of candy. All right. So. I really like sweet and sour sauce, okay? I need a whole packet for one chicken nugget. <laughs> and then I'm going to buy them each individually, though. And I bought a 20-piece nugget. So get ready. 
We go run some transactions. Ah, I love it. So I think I we have back, dunk one nugget. Come back by another one. Go back to my seat. Dunk another one. Come back by another one. That's how you get your exercise you. in while you're eating McDonald's. There you go. Well, guys, I think we have uh, gone off on enough of a tangent here. Let's rope it back. Let's uh, wrap up the uh, the news. Anthony, what do you got for us, sir? Uh, a, a small trailer came out that I think a few people have probably, I'm assuming all of us have watched. We finally got the trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming. Has everybody seen it? Yes. Spider-Man. Wait, what? What, what Spider-Man? This Wait, would the trailer be, came out? This would be Spider-Man f- 6. They came Spider-Man out with the trailer? 6, the beginning of the Tom Holland trilogy. Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't watch the trailer, Willie? No, I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> the new tra- the trailer no, is out. I saw right. the damn trailer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't count on you for nothing. There's a good chance you would have missed it. That is true. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Yeah, so we got the new trailer. It confirmed a lot of stuff that you know had been up in the air. We get to see Michael Keaton in the vulture suit, which the vulture suit looks really cool. I like the fact that there's wings and like uh, like uh, vertical takeoff and landing jet engines attached to it somehow. Like that, the suit looks creepy. And 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 the fur around the neck. Oh yeah, yeah, he does have the fur around the neck. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing (laughs) almost a weird coat. And then, yeah, he's got the crazy mask on, which I don't know if he's going to be in that helmet the whole time. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited right. to see. I mean, Michael Keaton, for those that don't know, um, he's only done a few movies where he's the bad guy. But if you go watch, uh, was it, Pacific Heights? Um, what was the other one? There was one where he was a serial killer locked in jail, and he has to try to get out to get a, to help a, a kid with a bone marrow transfer. And he ends up taking over a hospital. And it's fucking insane. But whenever Michael Keaton is allowed to play a bad guy... He does it so well that I, I can't believe more people don't try to hire him for those roles. So I'm excited to see him play someone like Adrian Toomes because it's such a great character that with Michael Keaton playing it, like the whole movie, I'll be, it'll be worth seeing it just for that. But have like, you seen Multiplicity? Yes, yeah. and I love it. <laughs> I love Multiplicity. It's an awesome movie. Pizza? Clone clones of clones of Michael Keaton are almost as good as as Michael Keaton. I mean, yeah, hey I mean, man, hey man, you ever tried to make a copy of a copy? Exactly. Yeah. Desperate measures, yeah. Anybody hasn't seen it, go see Desperate Measures. Michael Keaton is a serial killer that's in jail, and they let him out of jail to give a kid a bone marrow transplant, and he takes over a fucking hospital and kills like 18 people. It's batshit crazy. And you completely believe that Michael Keaton is this guy through the whole movie. He plays bad so well that, yeah, to see him now as a as uh, a supervillain, I'm completely psyched for it. And then uh, we also got a couple uh, other confirmations that basically uh, the gank-type character, where he's going to have the best friend, pretty much pulled out of the Miles Morales Spider-Man, mm-hmm. where you have both of them sitting there checking out Liz Allen in the school, being, uh, being creepy and then being called losers by whichever uh, female actress it was that was giving him shit. <laughs> Whatever. That was Zendaya. Was that was that Zendaya in that yeah. scene? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if that was her or not. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's just a lot of funny stuff in it. And then of course, I made sure I specifically wore the right shirt. We got web wings, old school motherfucking Steve Ditko updated Tony Stark suit with web wings. Yeah, we also Every- got. We also got this really cool moment that I geeked out about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For those that aren't watching the video, that is the last scene where Spider-Man web swinging next to Iron Man through the city. That was cool. That was cool. That was awesome. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just it's the whole trailer. It it looks really fun. It looks like, you know, they're definitely sticking with the Marvel formula. So we're going to see a much more Marvel version 
of Spider-Man by comparison with the Sony film. So, you know, we get, we can assume there won't be any, you know, emo dance sequences. Question. Probably Will he keep not. the mask on? Oh I, God, I hope so. He already doesn't in the trailer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? He, well, well, I mean, to his best friend. Or yeah. We have. There's also friend. another scene where he's wearing the old Spider-Man costume before Tony upgrades it, laying yeah. in the sand at the beach, presumably looking at the Vulture as the Vulture's telling him he's going to kill everyone. That's how it's cut <laughs> together to look, at least. Is yeah. Yeah. I think. I think we'll get. I mean, there'll, there'll still be sequences where we're going to get Tom Holland's face, but I think because he's not quite like the star level that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield was, I think it'll be easier for them to keep him in the mask a little more in the movie. He's not I mean, yet. Yeah. I mean, he's getting there. The, the kid's definitely getting there because it's not like his star didn't rise with Civil Wars. I mean, you know, damn, the kids, you know, he's he's a fantastic actor, but I think we'll, we're more likely to get him in the suit a little more. Than we have the previous Spider-Man. Plus, there was also the the ode to many of the comic book sequences, but specifically the Spider-Man Two sequence with the train, where we have Tom Holland well, looks like he's basically holding together a fucking uh, ferry that's been blown in half, and just you know web coming all over the place, and he's trying to hold this giant fucking boat together. Like that sequence looks awesome, and it looks I'm like sorry, just- are you talking about the train scene from Spider-Man Two? Yeah, when he holds back the train and like collapses from the strain of it. When he looks like he has severe constipation based off Tobey Maguire's face. Wait, I'm (laughs) Spider-Man? Damn you, Willie. (laughs) Did I almost make you spit it out? No. No. But I'm psyched. This movie looks like it's going to be a fucking blast. I'm kind of disappointed that they're, they're ganking all these characters from the Miles Morales Super or Sp- Superman, Spider Man, but they're not using Miles. It's kind. It's kind of disappointing well, we to are, me. We already knew they weren't not, going to use Miles. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I already knew that they weren't going to, but I think it's kind of lame that they're taking all the characters from Miles. Well, <laughs> well it's, it's not actually. He's inspired by Ganke or however you say yeah. his name. It is not him because him Gank. because yeah. his name is Ned Leeds in the movie. If you pay okay. attention, and yeah. Ned Leeds so, eventually yeah, is a hobgoblin. Ned Leeds, but yeah, he he's playing the character like Gank the way he's written by Brian Michael Bendis in the new Spider-Man comics. But yeah, it's somewhere. I mean, at this point, I don't honestly think in the next 10 years, we're not going to get a Miles Morales Spider-Man. It's not going to happen. I know. And so I want one. It just makes where they, you know, they can mine all those stories. So they're there. And we saw it in the Andrew Garfield one as well. I mean, the original Tobey Maguire trilogy was pretty much all just straight 616 main universe Spider-Man. But the Andrew Garfield stuff pulled a lot a lot very heavily from the ultimate spider-man and yeah. a little bit from the miles morales world so yeah, yeah i think it's something where they're just looking at it and saying okay we have all these spider-man stories and then you know for the writers it's it's kind of good because they're not looking at it as differentiating it between peter parker stories ultimate peter parker stories and miles stories they're like they're just all spider-man stories and so we'll pull everything we can from there and make a good movie steven nailed it in the chat room though too he said the problem with using miles morales though is that quote the average joe would have no idea who it was sony has played peter over and over and over yeah. peter's a household name miles is not at this point in time and when you're talking big movies like this especially <laughs> after the last one flopped they got no choice yeah. it's part of the reason yeah, why I- you see so much robert downey jr in this trailer too is so everyone can be like oh yeah Remember Spider-Man? Remember Civil uh, War? I mean, to go yeah, after Remember Man. I now, I now am in love with the Life of Taco because he says, "Why not Miguel O'Hara?" Because let's begin. The original first half Spanish Spider-Man was yep. Spider-Man 2099. That's true. Way before Miles, there was an Irish Spanish Spider-Man in the future who was fucking fantastic. There was um, 
Uh, my actual favorite part of the trailer is when Peter is sitting in class and he's watching himself in, from Civil War. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the one that's like, oh, yeah? Well, what camera was that from? Uh, who, who was YouTubing? Uh, you know, because they evacuated. They made sure to tell us yeah. that they evacuated yep. the airport. Guys, didn't <laughs> so you know? Exactly who you. was filming that? Didn't you I know you that did. Captain America Civil Parker. Yeah. Didn't you guys know it was a documentary, the movie? I mean, that's that's why we got to see it all. (laughs) I mean, seriously, he's a teenage kid. He's going to be in a big superhero fight. You don't think he's going to videotape that for himself? Right? It's kind of like... That is possible. That's that's the flashback I want to see is that Parker, like old school, where he used to do it with his giant camera in the 60s and 70s comics where he would web it up to a wall. I want to see the part where Parker throws up his cell phone and webs it to a wall and then goes into the fight with Giant Man. Or, like or, that would be fantastic. I think it's a GoPro. It's a GoPro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's like a GoPro. GoPro <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, it's a drone. <laughs> no, it does look I mean, like a he's good movie. A smart kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super excited for it. I'm still excited. Oh, don't get me wrong. I don't want you all to think I'm not yeah. excited. I'm just kind of like, yeah. Well, and guys, I, I, let's I, let's also keep in mind <laughs> it's the first trailer. All it's supposed to do yeah. is make you be like, remember Spider Man. We're doing a movie. Yeah. Remember Spider-Man? The next Let's, one is oh, the one you can yeah. better judge it by, I bet. And how cool is the quick release option on the suit? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I saw oh, that was freaking fantastic. He taps the chest icon and the suit basically falls off of him. That makes a lot more sense. And every time you see Peter Parker, like pulling on the booties and stuff, it's like, it takes that kid 10 minutes to get in out of that suit. How the fuck is he <laughs> That could be a quick? problem in combat, one. though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody punches it. The suit falls off. <laughs> can, oh. can I get one of those for my work uniform so I can just come in and boop, Walk in the house and pop, drops off? That would well, be nice. And do remember also, Kevin Feige did do an interview probably a couple months back where he said the suit does things we don't even know about yet. Because remember, oh, yeah. Tony Stark made it, so we're gonna see some pretty cool stuff out of that. And I can't tell based off the trailer either. We go back to a flashback of Peter before he got the suit, or he loses the suit at some point. Because he is wearing the original costume that we saw very briefly yeah. in Civil War, and I don't know how that happened. Confirmed, the suit is a Terminator. Best, SP says he's got a Stark best release on his boxers. That's how he ended up with all them kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> this guy's creepy. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh, very, you guys very know creepy. what happens when I get flustered. We move on to the next bit. <laughs> We move on to the next bit. So we, uh, bits. we did play a game last week. We're kind of bringing back an old school one that we've loved a lot in the past. I don't know if you guys are familiar with a little little segment we call Clever Cosplay that we sort of lifted from our good friends at the Fanboy Buzz. But we've got a lot more episodes than them, so it doesn't really matter at this point in time. That one's for you, Steven. But the concept here is we take some cosplays, both good and bad, and we have to rank them. But on the bad ones, we have to say at least one nice thing about them so don't worry audio listeners if you're if you're like how are we going to be able to know what's going on what we have to do is to describe these costumes for you and this week is the simpsons edition of clever cosplay so are you guys ready to do this thing are you going to pull up the porn Uh, there is no (laughs) porn yes i I promise you the porn where they're painted yellow i promise you and there is no porn margie my asshole <laughs> I was my drinking my coffee. Well, my uh, I am going to bring can up the. Sp- can we just cancel it? Just cancel. No, it. now we got to power through and see what Willie says. <laughs> oh. We'll see how dark <laughs> now, it goes. Now, now Willie has to describe all of them without being creepy. 
So, Willie, oh, I'm, I'm going to let you describe this first one right here. This is for you, Willie D. Nelson. Who is this? Who this is, is the worst comic book guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. But, damn, he, he went committed with the yellow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think his skin's going to not be able to breathe. It's possible. You gotta describe yeah, it a little bit though for our audience. Comic, yeah, the you know the yellow shirt, you know shorts, you know, and also being a fat guy helps. He does have a radioactive man comic in his arms too. Oh and the, shit! And the giant drink. But he fails in one good part. You know why? Why is that, sir? He's smiling. He's smiling. He's not really. He's kind of he is? plain faced. He's, he's kind of blurry on my screen. I, I yeah. got low bandwidth. Okay, he's got low bandwidth. Sorry, sorry, Willie. But guys in the oh, audience, blurry feel on my free. Screen too. I think it's Chris. <laughs> Shouldn't be. It's no, a little me. blurry on mine too. Sorry. It's blurry on everybody. It's bl- everybody's yeah. blurry on mine. So, well, guys, we gotta say at least one nice thing about comic book guy here. I did. He looks the part. Like Jesus, he committed with that yellow. He's this... yellow everywhere on the skin. So I'd, say, to... I'd say he went full commitment because I think that that uh, the bad mustache goatee looks like it was done in Sharpie. Yeah, it does. that's what I was going to yeah. say. Is he did uh, commit yeah. by drawing in Sharpie on his face? I hope it's not Sharpie. That will <laughs> are we be just assuming it's Sharpie? Yeah. I think we're assuming because we can't really tell because it's a low res picture. It could but be it, magic it really marker. Looks dark. I don't know. Yeah, but it is drawn it looks on really dark. You yeah, you use a Brillo pad to get it off. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 boy's uh, skin's gonna be messed up for a while. That is that is serious uh, commitment. Yeah. All right. Echoing commitment. So now you guys can feel free to <laughs> tee off on it if you want. Like I said, I, worst comic guy ever. <laughs> I I like it. I think it's good. It's a good comic book guy. I yeah, thought it was pretty good, good for a cheap costume too. I mean, I about, oh yeah, blue shirt, red pants, or shorts. In the show does comic book guy have a ponytail? Yes. Yep. This guy yeah. does seem to have Maybe. a ponytail. It's just yeah, so doesn't show up very well. Too, yeah. But he's not okay. bald enough. Well, yeah, shaving part of your head, the top that's, part for a cosplay, that's that's a little more commitment than most hey, people are hey, hey. up for. Steve Lemmy did it for Beer Fest. When he did that little, the whole Jewish guy thing, he shaved, he actually shaved in a receding hairline yeah. for that movie. And how much did he get paid for that? This okay, guy did same. not get paid to dip himself in yellow and draw a goatee on his face. <laughs> hey, well, if you're going that far, you might as well commit all the way. No, no, you don't have to. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make an argument here. You guys are just turning me down left and right. Screw you guys. I'm going to eat my own ass. Well, you uh, guys, are you guys ready for the next one? This one's a two-parter. All right. I don't know. I don't care who gets to describe which one, but here you guys go. It's part two with Homer and Mr. Burns. Uh, <laughs> it's so creepy. That flesh tone. That's why I brought these ones up is because the creep factor made it entertaining to me so i don't like it i will take the homer simpson one i guess and so (laughs) let me try and describe this best it looks like someone took a swim cap or like a silicone cap and cut it up enough that it would go all the way down to like their mouth it does like the cheeks and everything the nose is covered and then to do homer's eyes took two ping pong balls and glued them over his own and he is emulating the scene from the movie where Homer is going down the sinkhole, just flipping the bird to everyone on his way down. Um, <laughs> to be complimentary, I like the idea of ping pong balls as eyes. And he did a good yeah. job matching the costume, sort of. That's my I like compliment. the cell shading. <laughs> I think it's just the rim of the, the, the polo shirt. I don't think he meant for that to happen. Yeah, it's just the collar has a blue. Yeah, but it works. On it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Nice I'm, comments. 
I'm severely creeped out. I don't like this. That's why yeah, I share the, the yeah, flesh tone Simpson characters don't work. They just look yeah. weird. Flesh tone is creepy. And yeah, the Mr. Burns, I'm not. I'm still having trouble figuring out what it is that's all attached to his head. Yeah, we hadn't gotten to Mr. Burns yet, but we can do that one. He's got something too. glued on his nose and something glued on his head to try to look like hair, and it looks like a sock. Yeah, it looks aluminum like foil? a combination of like tape and aluminum foil for ears slash hair. Uh, Steven says these are terrible complimentary. He's committed to flipping the bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's true. He's very committed to flipping the bird. I don't even know how best to describe Mr. Burns. Again, he's got like flesh tones over everything. It's like a bald cap and a silicone face mask. And again, he's using ping pong balls for eyes, it would appear. But they're just cut into quarters. I'm going to agree with Steven, though. This Homer Simpson, he did not commit. He did not become fat for the role. Oh, that's true. Lack of commitment. He's not fat enough. I I will give uh, the Mr. Burns guy... uh, good credit for the fact he's got some long creepy fingers he's doing the, the mr burns little uh the excellent hand gesture and yeah he's yeah. got like some big leland gaunt creepy fingers so and god, god i think I'm this sorry, is another one of those cases of and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's cosplay on the cheap which i have no problem with because yeah. that's generally creative stuff because i really do like the ping pong ball idea the aluminum foil stuff is novel but the nose on mr burns is weirding me out a little bit and again it's cosplay on the cheap there's nothing yeah, wrong I, with that i appreciate of cosplay being on the cheap and all of that, but that doesn't make it good. God, I'm so sorry for this, guys. Yeah. I really am sorry for this. But Homer Simpson, it looks like he ate out a dirty asshole. Oh, come on, stop. Why? I'm stop. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. No more asshole talk. Yeah, the, 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 the flesh tones are just creepy. You, you, yeah, you can't do Simpsons tone. characters in flesh tone. And they did also on Mr. Burns, they got the age spots on the side of the head right, too. I just Ooh, noticed that. I'm pretty sure uh, he might have just nicked himself shaving his head. No, no, because <laughs> it looks like he purposely put it under the bald cap. So there's creative elements uh, to it. I honestly think it's stuff that they're doing on the cheap, purposely. easily, on purposely. On the cheap? Do you know how much a three-piece suit cost? That's not his. Look how well, big the it suit is. you can already have. That's no problem. <laughs> it's just it's 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 strange. That's I, what it is. I don't think they were going out of yeah. their way to try and make something screen accurate, but to do kind of a. A simple a cosplay of it Simpsons is more of an or a, a real life type thing, but it's it doesn't make it less awkward to look at. Can we please change this? <laughs> yeah, they're they're creepy. They're super please creepy. Be yellow, please well, be yellow. That's all I got, please guys. The third one wasn't any oh, good. That's, it. that's oh, all okay. I got. <laughs> I do think comic book guy is my favorite one because it's another yeah, one. Yeah. Not it's an easy out. to do <laughs> on the cheap. It's screen accurate. He's got the radioactive man comic book with him. I think that's in the big gulp in the big gulp. So honestly, comic book man was my favorite one out of that because I thought it was a pretty good one to say, Hey, I'm going to a con. I don't have a con. I don't have a costume, but Hey, I've got orange shirt. I've got orange uh, shorts. I've got a blue shirt. We're good. And I got a lot of yellow spray paint. Let's do this boys. So I'm really curious about how he did the, the yellow paint here. Did he actually just literally get yellow body paint and paint himself entirely or, it looks like the airbrush. It, it could be like airbrushing. Airbrush. I don't know. That's, that's my favorite one. I like a low life Fotaku brought up the point. He goes, I like how Burns is trying to look like he has only three fingers. I hadn't caught that, but nice pull. Yeah, pulling back to pinkies. Excellent. Excellent. See, the concept here is we try to be positive. You can't always be on some of these, but they're witty. I like witty <laughs> stuff. That's why, really, really hard. that's why I wanted to do it. I like witty stuff. Excellent. So I think it's unanimous. The favorite is comic book guy. 
Yes. Yeah, Cobble Guy wins for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mr. Burns is creepy, so there you go. I believe Suncast. There's probably at least thirty dollars worth of paint on yeah. his body. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah most at definitely. Least. There's a lot of paint <laughs> on there. And again, I'm really curious how he did it. If it's if it's airbrushing, how long did that take to airbrush? I have no experience with like it doesn't actually screen take effects, that long. If you're doing like a full body airbrush and it's just one color, it's not like you're tie dyeing or anything like that. It actually doesn't take that long. It's just kind of a pain in the ass and a mess more than anything. And then you've got to let it set and you can put on a setting powder, but sometimes that gives it a sheen. I know way too much about makeup. So how well <laughs> how well does that stuff set, I guess, for lack of a better term, is once I've gotten spray painted with that, if I touch something, is it coming away yellow? Um, yes, and unless you use a setting powder. Or what you can do is not move for a good 30 minutes um, to let it set in. And then all you really have to worry about then is to sweat it off. That's going to be a problem so at if a you're convention. Like me, I was going to yeah. say, if you're like me and get sweaty palms, uh, not for you. I I don't know why. My palms are sweaty. I get My hairy palms. Weak. Does that matter? Stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody that does full body, uh, any type of paint, by the end of the night, like Friday or Saturday to con, they usually look pretty bad. Yeah, my my problem is I'm allergic to most of those paints, so. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Yeah, you have to be a, a, aware of that because yeah, uh, Lou Ferrigno almost died in the first season of The Incredible Hulk. So, what are those like really latex based or something? Or some of them are latex based. Some of them just use uh, different types of um, like chem just a different combination of chemicals can can react to your skin. It makes me break out, like, ridiculously. Um, like, my, uh, my, it makes me turn into a teenager, a prepubescent child again, because my acne gets so bad. So, I, it, for me, it's just not worth it. Um, I don't cosplay people where I have to change my skin tone. So, uh, because even when I cosplayed as Amethyst, I didn't turn my skin purple. So. <laughs> that would be odd, uh, I'm purple skin. It, it, it's i mean here's amethyst and i did everything but but turn my skin purple so hmm. if you didn't see me at c2e2 last year that's that's who i cosplayed as well you can find those I pictures online i remember i'm do you remember i love the member berries so much i really do i want to eat some uh it's steven perfect. does a really good um chris cosplay <laughs> what do you do just turn the chroma key on on his cam yeah that's what he did mm -hmm. you can see that if you're watching live over on geeks.live it's embedded in the chat room or if you're watching the live video on youtube it is also in the side panel there i could it's do a this really good yeah. chris cosplay yeah his beard's uh, not bushy his, enough his, his beard's a little weak yeah he needs a bigger beard needs more yellow on too yeah and his beard needs a little more red in it too chris do you want next year next time we come out together you want to you know phrasing plays each other phrasing <laughs> no, there's no phrasing needed there. It's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you, guys, you, guys can, what I mean. you guys can cosplay as each other and come out together. There you go. Let Yo, me tell five. you about my best friend. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to have to go to YouTube jail. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I wouldn't mind it. See all the other inmates. Oh God. <laughs> what's, That's what's, true. We'd we'd be in there with good company. What's up, Star Wars kid? Oh, oh star wars, star wars kid. well guys we do I need to start that. wrapping things up but before we do that this is a nice time in the show to remind people that we are in fact 
part of a network of podcasts that you can find all over at gunnageeknetwork.com. We have, is it 18, 19 different podcasts to make up the network? We've got a little something for everyone, regardless of what your tastes may be. And we always try to highlight one specific podcast each week. So, Naki, what podcast are we talking about this week? Shit. Hang on. <laughs> you know, I was that was going slow on purpose. I, I know, and I wasn't Wait, paying attention. Is that, is, that a new, is that a new Gunna Geek podcast? The Shit Hang On podcast? <laughs> Shit. Hang on. Um, no, this is actually about Doom Ninja. Hooray! Doom Ninja Podcast, episode 19, Tighten Up Minion Masters. This week on Doom Ninja Podcast, Nate explains how the new explains the new Titanfall 2 update and future fl- plans for Titanfall 2. He also didn't check his levels before recording, so it sounds so it sounds a little like doo-doo. After Nate fixed his level, he and Ryan go- both go in depth on their experience with the new early access game Minion Masters. The episode rounds out with Ryan and Nate both giving their game development updates. I did it. So you guys can go and find that over at gunnageeknetwork.com. They're they're one of the newest additions of the network, so please feel free to go check them out. Tell them that we sent you their way because we like And I always love gamers. I was waiting for some other weird punchline there, and we didn't get one. I was scared. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm going to be nice and tell me to stop. I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel bad. (laughs) The butt jokes were running a bit. I uh, do. I really do feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) well guys it is that special time it's time for us to start wrapping things up as we wrap up we'll do our traditional bits a little segment called what i'm into it's our chance to share with you guys who are here in the audience just what geeky or nerdy things we've been getting into and maybe just maybe convert you to our cause so anthony i'm gonna start with you what have you been getting into sir well as you saw from my comic cup er or my coffee cup earlier my uh, Tales of Mystery package showed up. So I got my coffee cup. I got my uh, Dirk's Perk Don't Fight Monsters Without It. Dirk Manning exclusive to this Kickstarter only coffee, which showed up, which is kind of cool. Big pack of posters was in there. I think there's five of them. And then the super awesome shirt that glows in the dark says, Punch Demons and Call Mystery. Uh. I see what like, they did there. Now, do the yeah. letters glow in the dark, or does some back like image in the background glow? No, all the letters glow. Okay. Yeah, so the letters glow. The little uh, the Tales of Mystery logo glows. Uh, comes with a tattoo, uh, little postcard, the touching evil. So touching evil with mystery kind of mixed into the title bonus comic, and then the actual book itself, hardcover Tales of Mystery Volume Three. With a super fucking awesome cover by Jason Pearson, the guy that did uh, Body Bags. Touching so, Evil. I knew I heard that somewhere. That's where I got it from. This The Touching Evil thing. Yeah. So yeah, That's this where is I a, heard it from. This is a book that crosses over uh, Dirk Manning's Tale of Mystery with the characters in the, the Touching Evil uh, Kickstarter as well. So yeah, so That's they did a crossover it. comic in between the two of them. I and then uh, Friday we had the uh, Captain Comics only does two sales each year. They do their anniversary sale in the summer and then the, the Christmas sale, usually a week or two before Christmas. And on the Friday night, they invite in only uh, box customers, only people with pull lists are allowed in. So they close the store for everybody else. So it's really nice. You get to come in. They have a little party. There's food, snacks. Uh, this year, we actually got presents. All of us that are box customers came in and got a coffee cup, little, you know, uh, uh, snowman, some kids on the side. And then it actually says Captain Comics on the other side. And then, of course, they filled it with candy. So, bag of candy, starting the holidays off right with a bunch of extra calories. Ooh, piece of candy. 
Yeah. And then uh, they do uh, they usually have a contest or some type of game or something. The last couple of years they've done blackjack. Uh, Corbett's wife uh, Claudette was vicious last year, just taking people's money. Uh, everybody that comes in the door gets five dollars of poker money to play with, and you can either play blackjack or just take it as a five dollar discount off of whatever you're buying that night. Um, Friday I turned my five into twenty and then cashed out. So had had an actual good run at the blackjack table this time. Uh, last year Claudette just she just took me five 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 hands in a row, I believe, and she took my five one coins and I was done. Uh, but yeah, this year did well, so I was able to get a stack of comics and get twenty bucks off of it. Um, I only bought one new comic, uh, mainly because it's the sale stuff and everything that's you know new isn't on sale. But Nova Number One from Marvel Now again, I'm not sure what the fuck they're calling it. Marvel <laughs> Now again for the third time relaunched uh, Nova Number One, and we now have Sam and Richard Ryder both alive and well in the same world. So we have two Novas in the Marvel Universe, so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. They still haven't explained how Rich came back, but in the letters page at the end of it, they basically say that they will be explaining it, and it's something that they're you know, that's part of the, the story of this new title is figuring out how Rich came back from his death in the Cancerverse. But yeah, so it's a book that has Sam and Rich in it. And then, uh, yeah, I just picked up a bunch of books to, to actually read. Um, because I spent over 25 bucks, I think, I got a free trade, so I got World War Hulk in paperback because I don't own that one yet. I got, uh, they give out a stack of all of the Aspen comics did uh, specific covers for uh, different stores. And so I got the entire set of all the Aspen covers that have Captain Comics on the cover of the books. So that's nice. Be a nice little set of books. And then uh, just so I could finally read it, uh, the trades I picked up were Southern Bastards Book One by Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. Nice little hardcover from Image. So I've been looking forward to reading that one. And then uh, now that. Sadly, you know, Frank Quietly's gone, but I was finally able to pick up some of his books. He did uh, Jupiter's Legacy with uh, Mark Miller, so I got Volume 1 of that, and then the follow-up Jupiter's Circle, Volume 1 and Volume 2. So, got me a nice big stack of comics to read for the holidays. Well played, sir. Oh, and I took uh, number one so far this weekend in the Fantasy Movie League. Crushing it. Yeah, you crushed it. I forgot the first <laughs> the first week. I forgot this damn thing. I like, haven't. No, wait, it's already Friday. Fuck. <laughs> I haven't done it in like four weeks. Now. Doesn't matter. Rogue One's gonna fuck everything up next weekend on that. Oh jeez. Because no one's gonna see anything else, so I don't know what to put my money into. Because I'm not putting on Rogue One because it's gonna be like nine hundred bucks for yeah. one screen. Yeah. And, yeah, I had, and damn Cody, I, I was I was holding first at the end of last season, and then. John O'Lobster popped above me in first. I was holding second. And then the last week, Cody came and stole second from me and knocked me down to third, I believe. I think <laughs> I was like 11. For the end of fall. Yeah, I didn't do so like hot fifth last or season. Sixth, I think. Yeah, I didn't do so great, but I can live with that. I'll be honest. Well, I think what do for Rogue One is they're probably going to set it for different days. Like you have a Friday, a be. Saturday, and a Sunday. Yeah, they probably will because, yeah, it's going to be huge. Rogue One was tracking for about 180 is what they were talking about on a podcast I was listening to earlier this weekend. Or earlier this week, rather. So if that's the case... That's a boatload of money. So bear in mind, folks, Rogue yeah. One comes out this next week. So potentially we I'd might do a sp- Friday off. Yeah, we might do a spoiler free review on the show. Who knows? <laughs> um, I uh, am not seeing it until Sunday. So if we could. Yeah, so we'll go spoiler free if we discuss it on Friday. So yeah. there's no spoilers. So I'll make sure to, to spoil Naki, tell you how yeah. it ends. Well, the early. She really is Bray's mother. Early impressions <laughs> are out on Rogue One right now, and they have been very good so far, and it has been, damn, Darth Vader gets to be a badass. So. Uh, my I'm my favorite tweet of the weekend was that yesterday uh, TNT was showing the prequel and sequel to Rogue One. 
Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> hey, but don't forget, Kevin Smith loved it. But oh yeah, Kevin Smith loves every movie until six months later. So I'm not sure I can really trust his opinion on things. You know, it's been interesting seeing uh, people hating on it already because it stars another female lead in the Star Wars universe. And oh god, there's people of color. And How people... dare they? Like it's it's really interesting to see to see uh, the people who are protesting it because it's a female lead and people of color are in it. And I'm like, you, you mean the Trump supporters? I love it. Shots fired. <laughs> they yeah, love their got, guns, so careful. It's got Johnny Yen in it. Please it don't and please don't read too much into my taking a shot at Kevin Smith. It's just he's overwhelmingly positive on some things, which is good in many cases. But when it comes to a movie that's first come out and you're trying to get an impression of whether you should see it or not. If you love everything that comes out, it's very tough to take that yeah, into consideration. Kevin is, is Smith is best serious? to not shit on something when it first comes out, and then he goes back and rewatches it a couple times, and then he'll kind of take apart anything that he didn't like. Yeah, I think he just likes to be positive just because he, he doesn't like it when people go out opening day, see his movie, and shit on it in the media. And so I don't think he likes people doing that to him, so he doesn't do it to anybody else. He only talks oh, about the stuff he likes basically the first week. Right, so that's more what I was meaning... I didn't mean to make it seem like Chris is anti Kevin Smith. No, it's just, I can't movie reviews. I got to wait until he does his review like six months later down the line. That's what it comes yeah. down to on yeah. Kevin. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah. I'll go next for what I've been getting into. Let's see. I had finally show up in the mail. Something I had ordered about a month ago. They got back ordered. It is the third act of Starcraft two, which is the entire Protoss arc. It's called legacy of the void. I had bought it when it was down to like 16 bucks. And then they were backordered for so long, it finally just showed up. So that's probably what I'll start playing next. Although I have been playing a metric crap load, a crap ton rather, of Grand Theft Auto V lately. And you know what? I actually really like that game. And I'm usually not a huge GTA person, but I've had a lot of fun with GTA V. And the uh, last thing I've really been getting into is, I've talked about it before in the Gunna Geek cast, not so much on here. I've kind of gotten into playing around with home automation and things like that. I've got echo dots throughout the house and an echo in the kitchen. I actually had to make sure I muted my one I down I had downstairs in the office because I was able to combinely pull my TV into the home automation side of things. So now I feel like I'm in Star Trek because I can walk into the room and say, Alexa, turn on the TV. She turns everything on, sound system, cable box, TV, puts it to the right input. I can say, Alexa, turn on ESPN, flips on ESPN. I can tell her to launch Netflix. She opens up my Roku, fires up the Netflix app. It's been pretty cool getting to add that piece in and figure out ways to kind of game the system to make her do other things she wasn't supposed to. But that's been my latest foray in home automation is I picked up a Logitech Harmony hub to tie all of that stuff in. And the first time I did it, I just kind of started giggling. And I was like, I can't believe I, I made this work because, like I said, it feels like you're in Star Trek or one of those other future sci-fi kind of things where you're telling the computer to do something just by your voice and then she does it. it it's pretty you're fun. You're secretly Tony Stark, aren't you? I wish I was Tony Stark. I don't he have the hair for it. it. I just want his money, let's be real. I want one of his Iron Man suits. Well, you could use that to pawn off for money. See? I see. I, I, would want, I would want his brain so that I could make the suits and the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's that too. But that's pretty much Can what I, I steal your brain. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been getting into. Uh, Naki, what have you been getting into? Um, so this dude, Anthony, I don't know, man. He he keeps sending me stuff. And this week I got, um, I got a young Marcus Phoenix and an old Marcus Phoenix and a captain or captain, huh? Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2 um, uh, telling me to run faster in the marathon which I didn't finish, but that's okay. Um, so I don't know. Anthony, he seems pretty cool, but I don't know. I don't know, man. 
Um, <laughs> um, on top of that, I've been playing Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, they have released a bunch of updates uh, where you can uh, incorporate amiibos into it and stuff like that. And while I only have two Animal Crossing amiibos, I have the two owls from Animal Crossing. Um, so I've been I've been uh, playing some of that. Um, SP has asked, when is the Fifth Element Naki commentary coming out? Um, this week got a little crazy and ahead of me. Uh, hopefully next weekend I will have time to actually sit down and watch um, the Fifth Element because I have not. Oh been yeah, I was uh, gonna call them both out on SP for not mentioning they see it. I was gonna call them out when it was my turn. I was like, come on, Chris, say Naki goes next. <laughs> fucking blast both of them. God. Damn it. I, I was waiting for it. That's why you see me going like, oh, oh, okay, that's it? That's it, Chris? No, no, Fifth Element watching? Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, because um, the holidays just took things away from me this weekend, I have not been able to. Um, it should be next weekend, because after Rogue One on Sunday, I don't think I have anything planned, maybe. So there's that. Um, other than that, I... Uh, have not been doing much that's interesting. Just kind of well, working why not, Naki? and stuff. Because some people have Be to work for a living. Be interesting. I'm for not us. an. I'm not actually an interesting person. <laughs> Fun facts. I make myself sound more interesting than what I am. I'm sorry. I'm not actually interesting. Thank you very much. Well, guys, now that I made Naki sad, I guess I need to <laughs> let Willie go so he can make me sad. Exactly. Oh, I'm about to make you guys sad. Here I you know. Go. You called your shot. What, what I've been going on, I've been playing Overwatch. And you know what? I've been playing with a certain person named Snowboard Epic on Overwatch. And I've actually got him to listen to this show. Start listening. And guess what? He is very sad and disturbed that two of us have not watched The Fifth Element. He said, how can you guys call yourselves uh, sci-fi fans? He's called you out. I consider myself served. I have been served. And... You got got is what just happened. I just got got. Got got. You know how you got got? You got to get get first. It's not made to make sense. I was going to say, don't understand. Cool. <laughs> All right. And uh, what else? Uh, oh. Yeah. So let's. All right. So, um, oh, yeah. Werewolves Within is what else I've been getting into. Uh, the, uh, the best VR game I have played. All it is, you're in a room with up to eight other people and you're trying to figure out who the werewolf is. And 99% of it is just talking to other people, like talking to them and trying to either trick them or just get them on your side. You don't know who to believe, who not to believe. It is an amazing experience. And from what I've heard, it actually got me excited about the Star Trek VR game coming out because I heard it's kind of played the same way where you all got to like communicate the work together to get the mission done. And I'm not a Star Trek fan at all. I mean, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not hating on it, but that's something I just never watched. But uh, this gets me excited about it. So, yeah. We'll try Werewolves Within if you have VR. It, it is cross-play. If you have the PlayStation VR, Oculus, or Vive, you, all of them can play together. That's cool. And Ubisoft actually come out and said any other Ubisoft VR games are going to be cross-play like that as well. That's a pretty awesome feature, then. So, yeah. Come on, PlayStation and Xbox. Come on, get together and have some love. It's possible. Uh, and one last thing I did want to bring up. Uh, congratulations to Walter White for being uh, nominated to be the top DEA official in the Trump yep. administration. If you didn't know what I'm talking about, go and watch uh, SNL from last night. Oh, shit. You, I, I got got. Who was, who was got the host got. last night? 
I don't even know. I just saw it pop up earlier, and I watched the clip, and I was like, okay, this is pretty funny. But I, I think it's who, who, where the clip is based around. Was it Brian Cranston hosting last night, or did he just make a guest appearance? I wasn't sure. I think he did, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I saw that, and go watch it for yourself. It is hilarious seeing Walter White come on as the DEA head nominee. It was pretty damn funny. But I think that is going to start wrapping things up for this week. Another interesting episode, I guess, of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. As we start to wrap up, you guys have any final thoughts for us? Uh, watch The Fifth Element. If you don't watch it by next week, I'm going to be very disappointed. I am going to... I've got something to do at 6 tonight, I believe. And then after that, maybe we can have that set up in our living room. that I can And also watch. play Overwatch with me, but I'm just saying. I can't do both. No Overwatch. Oh, over the, the whole element. course of the week? No Over Overwatch. the whole course oh. of the week. Oh, oh, okay. I could do that over the course of the week. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no. no. I'm not no telling Overwatch. you to... Watch the fifth element four or five times. You can really get it. Are you really going to listen to this Battleborn player playing fucking Overwatch with yeah, Willie? I mean, wasting Battleborn time. was like seven ninety nine at Target the other day. That'll tell you how well that game succeeded. <laughs> it was so they did a. I watched this YouTube video of like the top ten fails of of uh, gaming in twenty sixteen, and it was Battleborn coming out right before Overwatch. Yeah, that was a poor decision. <laughs> but, well, the number one was No Man's Sky, obviously, oh, but. <laughs> They should have lied so much about the damn game. Yeah. Anyways. Well, guys, it is time for us to start wrapping up. Please don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live and on AlphaGeekRadio.com. It's part of our ongoing quest to be everywhere on the internet. The next live show you can see here on Geeks.Live is today, Sunday, December 11th, as we record this at 9 p.m. is Pop X Cast. So please come back to Geeks.Live about 9 p.m. Eastern. Check out Pop X Cast. But that is going to wrap things up unless we wanted to make fun of Battleborn or anything real quick on our way out the door. Anything? Man, I, I do have something to say. Okay. I, do, I, I, feel, I feel really bad about the, uh, you know, being the dirty jokes and the eating of certain things. Next week, I'll be all clean. I even turned all off the outro early. music so that you could try That's and... a lie. I will be all clean, no dirty jokes. I will, I will laugh at, at you know at dirty jokes. I will laugh, of course, because you know me. Well, just, but I will be uh, clean. I, I, I got really 20, I got twenty bucks. Says Willie can't do it. All right. How about this? You shave your head if you lose this bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I'm planning on doing that on the first, anyways, that's okay. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, I mean like clean shave, like me and Chris. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Or are you going to buzz? Well, I'm taking the clippers down to skin, so. I'm no, planning on doing a January first to that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know if I own any razors anymore. <laughs> What's a razor? What do you do with your face? I've I've bicked my head before. I use clippers. Oh yeah, so do I. I mean, can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so clean Willie next week. Let's see if it's actually going to be worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> Set the bar high right there. Yeah. Last show before the holidays, and we're going to see if it's worth watching. <laughs> So please, I'm on here because I'm dirty. Come what back next week, do? guys, where we might be worth watching. <laughs> we might have a clean willy. Oh, <laughs> Make sure to wash your willy. Uh, I don't know where else to go from here other than to say bye, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel three of the Alpha Geek Radio app and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live.
If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.